Hey friends, Coach Shelby with Coach Christine. We're excited to have you join us for Time for Brunch, Quick Bites Edition, where you can grab your miles with a side of smiles, take them on the run midday, in the afternoon, or even a late night snack attack. We're not having a structured workout today. We just want to focus on moving forward, feeling good, whether you're getting your miles for, you know, running, walking, in the car, doing laundry. We don't care. We're just happy you're here. So whatever your form of movement is today, let's get going in three, two, and one. Coach Christine, we're just, we're going off the rails today. I like it. I don't know if we're going off the rails, but we are going to hone on in 100%. We're just going to like tune on in to the fact that on February 16th, it's Innovation Day. And I guess that because of Innovation Day kind of grew this entire experience of national new ideas. And we're going to talk more about that in a little bit. But what the first thing that we want to talk about is that something that we've been kicking around is changing up quick bites and innovating the way that we approach quick bites with instead of having a structured workout, be it sometimes we had a walk, sometimes we've had progression runs, we've done a little bit of uh, speed play, however the case may be, instead of having a structured workout, really just leaning in to having an opportunity to chat without that structure and seeing how people feel along the way. Now, if you are out for a traditional run or a walk or a movement, we'll probably still have form checks because the form checks that you have that you're used to, or if you've been listening to us for some time, are good no matter if you're running if you're folding laundry, if you're sitting at your desk or driving down the road, because again, having that nice tall posture, putting a smile on your face, breathing in nice and deep, all of these are great takeaways to incorporate in your life, no matter where you're at. I mean, I just stood up a little taller, but I do love, this is why we balance each other out. I'm like, we're going off the rails. And you're like, no, (laughs) like I'm going to make this in a pretty little bow. And I'm like, all right, let's, let's throw some stuff into the wind. Let's see what (laughs) kicks it. Well, we are kind of throwing stuff into the wind. So we really want to hear from you friends. Let us know if you do prefer the structured workouts. As of right now, we're going to be keeping brunch exactly the way it is, where we'll have those warm-ups. We'll have some structure to those long endurance. Maybe we'll have a little bit of pace play with segment changes. But for now, we're going to try out these quick bites bites format a little differently. So we want to hear from you. And what's great about this is whether we're drawing a parallel to our running or our fitness journey or our wellness journey is giving ourselves the opportunity to be kind to ourselves when we have new ideas, to know that it may not stick, it may not work, it may not be everybody's favorite, but that it's always good to kind of have a different opportunity to approach things a little differently. And I do love that we're innovating our kindness, which leads us to the second portion that grabbed our hearts was it's Random Acts of Kindness Week. Which we do, we've talked about before. We love some yep. random acts of kindness. What's the what's the shortening that you called it? Roke. R-O-A-K. Hashtag Roke. Um, and it's just, yeah, it brings us both a lot of joy. It's something that I think we both have always gravitated towards. And with brunch, it is almost the absolute premise of what we want to approach, which is kindness for ourselves and for others. And really knowing that they kind of go hand in hand. You can't have one without the other. And it is true. I do like though the hashtag Roke. It makes me think of like Roanoke, Virginia. Yeah, it so does. Yeah. I don't, I, I immediately went to that. I've never been to Roanoke, Virginia, but 
We're Roke with the Roanoke. Hey. Well, (laughs) now that you say that, talking about going out off the rails, it also does make me think a little bit of American Horror Story, one of my all-time favorite TV things, and they had the Roanoke episode. (laughs) It would be, guys. My random act of kindness this week is to not give you Pucky for the shows that you watch. (laughs) I mean, it's honestly one of my, but again, we're going to draw it back, friends. Whether you love American Horror Story or it doesn't have anything that you would ever watch, it's okay. It's okay. That that is something that I would probably sit down and and use as a bit of my self-care, but I know that it's not everybody's. So we'll start off with our innovation. So other than quick bites, which we've already touched upon how we're getting our our creative juices flowing. How are you taking to heart innovation? Uh, Well, I have mentioned before, I'm going to mention it again, that with training, I try to approach every training cycle with a bit of best practices that I've used in others and knowing that I'm going to innovate and create different um, opportunities for myself. So although likely when I'm in training for a marathon, which is what I'm doing right this very instant, I do tend to end up using about three to four different of my long run routes. Um, and I'll travel to them because I'd like to just have a little bit of different between them, but I do change my fuel up or my hydration strategy, or I won't say strategy, but what I necessarily do take in. So this particular one I've used, you can, but I've mentioned in the past, I've done honey stingers. Um, I've done, gummy chews. I've done salted raisins. I've done fig newtons. I've gone the gamut of trying different things. And I think it's so important because I do think as runners that we try to find that formula that works for us and just use it every single time. And then we hit a particular point of our training that it no longer works. So giving yourself that opportunity to innovate is very, very, very important or to kind of think of out of the box ways of approaching it. So for me, now I definitely am at the point in my training cycle where I'm not innovating anymore. I'm not changing things up. I'm not trying any real new ideas when it comes to my fueling sources or my hydration or how I'm approaching it for the marathon. But for this cycle, I did play with quite a few different things. I think I even tried um, your Martin gels that you, is that how I pronounce them? Martin. I, cr- I say Martin. Okay. Yeah. I think I even tried those during this cycle. I went back to trying some Fig Newtons, trying a few other things, uh, tried out a little bit of coconut water, which I've used in previous training cycles for my hydration. So a little bit of everything, but now I think I have found like a formula that works best for me for this particular cycle. A equals MC squared, that type of formula. Is uh, that even the right I th- thing? I don't even feel like I that's the right so. thing. I think so. Oh my gosh. Let's Oh, it's E. E equals MC squared, not A. Uh, Oy vey. Well, what about you? What new ideas are you adding into your life? So I've been really trying to change up the way I'm going towards my health from an overall wellness standpoint. Mm -hmm. So definitely taking time and innovating how I apply my self-care, which I've definitely been doing more yoga I've really enjoyed. I've been moisturizing, which sounds really funny, but I'm horrible about moisturizing. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Horrible about it. I think it's amazing. So I have a new routine. I do my yoga in the morning. I moisturize my face, and then I got one of those like face rollers, and I take the time and roll my face in the morning. And I've really tried to create more sacred time for myself, 
even amidst the chaos of, you know, getting ready for recordings, getting a child ready for school, all of that stuff. So I'm trying to innovate how I use my time versus trying to keep telling myself I don't have the time and really focused on a full a full body wellness, not just focusing on an exercise or movement wellness. And I'm definitely seeing the results and the payoff, both mind and body. So my movements become stronger mm-hmm. because I'm taking those couple extra seconds and realizing that taking the extra minute or two or even the extra five minutes is not going to derail me. It's my mind telling me that it's going to derail me, not actually causing like a whole schedule shakeup. Like I kind of got into a pattern of, of doing that. And so in essence, I'm doing that act of kindness for myself. Yeah, might not be completely random, but it's still an act of kindness. So I'm still getting myself a little gold star for it. I love that. Well, we're going to talk a lot about some different ideas for random act of kindness because we came up with a list, of course, or we have a list at our disposal. But I also, before we leave this whole trying out new ideas and innovating new ways, I want to talk a little bit about how it can do, just like you mentioned, it doesn't have to always apply to something big. I know we've talked about this before with our episode with um, embracing change, but it can be something just as small as if you take the exact same way to get to work, get off at a different exit. Just try a different way. Not only does it help to kind of fire those neural pathways in your brain a little differently, but who knows? Maybe you'll see something that puts a smile on your face. Um, I'm definitely a big fan of that for running. And I think, Coach, we both agree with this. It's like to switch it up, change it up with your path. If you do your exact same four-mile loop day in, day out, maybe it's time to shake it up a little bit and add it in a different place or maybe even take it backwards. Maybe you can't. Maybe you really are stuck to that particular four mile loop. Maybe instead of going a left, you take a right. So or even trying a new hairstyle. Ooh. I know that's a big thing. People get tired of the ponytails. Some people like the braids to to keep their hair in place. Some like buns. I can't do buns. It becomes a whole big mess express up there. But yeah, trying, we save nothing new before race day, but trying a new outfit, trying a new brand of shirt, or maybe trying running without a shirt. Now that it's warming up, maybe you're going to rock the sports bra. Ooh, I dig that. I dig that. Well, there's a few on this National Innovation Day to celebrate National New Ideas Week. There's a few movies that maybe people could check out because I know you're the big movie buff. And I'm curious if you've seen any of these because one of them is very special to me. I actually love all four of them. But the first one out of the gate is The Aviator. Um, Did you see that? About Howard Hughes? And how he kind of became obsessed with innovating and we can kind of credit him for current aviation standards and just kind of really turning that whole airline industry on its head. Um, He pursued it a little bit too obsessively, so I'm not going to suggest that, but still fascinating. Plus, you can see Gwen Stefani looking super fabulous as Jean Harlow in that movie. Then there's The Pursuit of Happiness, which... I think that there's not one movie to this day that has made me cry like this particular movie did. 
Oh, I can't watch it. I love the movie. It's brilliant. I cannot watch it. It is not Shelby friendly. It puts me all in my feels and I'll just sit there and I'll cry for like three days straight. But it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. Get that. <laughs> but no. Okay. So friends, maybe um, these are movies that you want to revisit, but do know that Shelby is giving it a confused thumbs up and thumbs down all at the same time. <laughs> um, Jobs, I think was a great movie as well. And I think it was kind of pretty interesting to see Ashton Kutcher have a different, Kutcher, however he pronounces his name, have a different range because he played such an incredible likeness to Steve Jobs. So I think that was pretty interesting. But what I loved about that movie was the intensity of how we saw Steve approach really requiring and demanding excellence and innovation from those around him, which I think is also kind of goes back to shaking it up a little bit and maybe reaching out to a new friend and seeing if they'll hold you to a higher standard. I think sometimes we need that. We need a little bit of shaking up in that regard. And then last but not least on this particular list about innovations and new ideas is the imitation game. Again, awesome. Absolutely amazing. Did you watch that one? I have to say, out of all the movies you said, the only one I've seen is Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah. So this is the first for me. Is this how you feel all the time? Who is the movie queen today? Me. Talk about new ideas. It's boom. I finally got a new crown. (laughs) (laughs) You just want the crown. (laughs) That's true. Yeah, these are all, so these are definitely the type of movies that I would watch. Um, And they're all very biographical. So now we probably understand why I don't get your movie references and then you don't get my movie references. It's okay, friends. But It's yin and yang. Yeah, exactly. So So you have to let us know if there's a movie that creates a little bit new innovation for you or sparks some inspiration for you to like dig a little deeper and try things a little differently. So now let's get into our favorite topic that we definitely see eye to eye on, which is random acts of kindness. And I think what we want people to incorporate is how to maybe do things a little differently. So if traditionally random acts of kindness has been something that you've done and maybe you've bought the person behind you a cup of coffee, or maybe you've left behind little encouraging notes. We're going to give you some ideas to potentially incorporate that are a little different. And then maybe seeing how you can innovate them. So see, friends, these really do go hand in hand this particular week. And we know that some of you may still be celebrating some Valentine's Day plans. So I think kindness is a great way of doing it. Coach, right out of the gate, you said what your number one random acts of kindness would be, and you would love to be on the receiving end of it, which I feel like it's the most Florida thing you've ever said. Do you want to tell us what it is? <laughs> <laughs> this is in the top Florida things I've ever said. So it's a twofold. My random act of kindness, PSA to all Florida drivers, is one, use your blinkers. And two, don't cut people off. And if you've ever driven in Florida, specifically South Florida, you know that really is a true random act of kindness because it's roulette. You never know. Are they? Do they have a blinker? Do they know how to use the blinker? Where is the blinker? Yeah, it's it's quite interesting. And, and it's always been that way. It's getting a little bit um, more South Florida here in Central Florida recently with driving. But, you know, it's still, it's still something about like the minute I hit 95 and get into Palm Beach County, I kind of brace myself a little differently. So neither here nor there. Um, maybe it is honoring that, being a little bit more mindful as you're driving to work of all of those incredible safety um, 
habits and checks and being a really good defensive driver so that the people around you have a bit better of start to their day. It did crack me up when you said that though. So we're going to go with a couple of other ways. I kind of absolutely love this one. The I won't say the most. It's going to be hard to, to pick the most, but I'm going to go right out of the gate because I think this one's really, 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 really powerful. And it's while you're out and about, maybe you're at the grocery store, maybe you're at, I don't know, um, picking up some things that you need, some toiletries at your local I don't, pharmaceutical place or drugstore, whatever the case may be. Compliment a parent or a caregiver, if we want to call it that way, on how well behaved their child is. I think uh. that that is right out of the gate. So powerful because how harried I know most of the moms in my life feel constantly and how I think I, I hear you guys pass a lot of judgment on yourselves. Like, am I doing it the right way? Is this something that like works? I, I mean, I'm keeping it. I'm keeping this thing alive. Don't I get brownie points for that enough on its own? But I think that incorporating all the other things of how to raise a child and ter- hoping that they'll be the best possible contributing well a managed adult possible is is a lot of pressure. So, Oh my gosh. I love this one. And I totally would want to be on the receiving end of this. It makes my heart sing when somebody thinks that my child is not a terror. Yeah. So even maybe even if the child is being a particular terror right there, approaching it from a point of grace, maybe seeing how you can help this particular parent out. If they, you see they're holding lots of different things, seeing if maybe you can hold something for them. This is something that comes in really handy for me going to Disney world because you know that I approach Disney World very differently than probably how you approach Disney World because I don't have a little human that I need to be mindful of or that I need to worry about losing in the crowds or that wants to purchase every single thing they see. That I am that little human where I want to purchase all the things. So I think that for me, this is one that I love to be able to like break out of my pocket and just really recognize it the parents are doing the best they possibly can um, in the situation where honestly theme parks can be overwhelming and people can be a little grumpy even though it's supposed to be the happiest place on earth so I think that that one out of the gate is something that I'd like people to maybe innovate and take as their own but what about you coach what's something you would that you have on your list so while you're out at those stores and everything this is a big one for me And I'll admit I don't always get to do it because I usually do have the tiny human with me and, you know, safety first. But return your shopping cart to the cart corral or the cart return. Because hear me out. This is... This is one that really trickles everywhere. Not only are you helping the person who has to go collect said carts from the parking lot and you're making their day because it does make their workload less... How many times have you gone to pull into a parking spot and there's a cart there? And you could already be having just a really cruddy day and it it infuriates you because you can't just park your car. Something that should be simple. And it's one of those where then you have to deal with if you got to park and move the cart or if you just abandon that parking spot and go to another one. It's a whole song and dance. So if you have the ability to take the cart back to the cart return. And I'm going to tell you, at least two people are going to be very, very happy with that decision. And you get some extra steps in. So really, you're now at three people that it's helping. One small act. It's so bad that you're saying that, but I feel so incredibly selfish now that you mentioned it. That is the biggest reason why I love to return the cart because I'm like, oh, extra steps. (laughs) 
get to add in a little bit of extra activity into my day. Um, I can't tell you. I do think a lot about like making sure that the individuals that have to go get the carts don't have to necessarily go grab mine because I do tend to park further away as well. But I also really do love the fact that you're mentioning that this is something that it may even help other people without them even realizing it. The fact that they don't have to try to... um, you know, do an obstacle course just to run into the grocery store or wherever it is that they're parking is probably going to help them quite a bit. So that's a great one. I am going to go with this next one next. And I, I feel like I have to shout out one of my girlfriends, Laurel, because when she told me that her mom was in the practice of doing this, I was like, oh my God, so you just come from good stock. Like you, you're an amazing human and clearly you just, you come from amazing humans and it's just genetic. It's what you guys do. And and hear me out on this one. Now, just like Coach Shelby said, I don't want you to think that this comes down to like a fiscal or monetary, but why this one is something that I think is amazing is leaving a server the biggest tip you can afford. And I know, I know. things are expensive. We're trying to buy eggs here and we can barely like talk about an OnlyFans site to be able to afford a dozen eggs nowadays. So I get that money can be tight. So if it can't necessarily be a monetary thing, I'd like you to maybe consider asking to speak to their manager and giving them an incredible compliment about how they maybe really helped your dining experience. But if you can give them the biggest tip, the reason why I loved when Laurel told me about this, her mother evidently told her a long time ago was that her biggest parameter of success was that she worked hard enough where her money allows her to be a blessing to other people. So that's why she's made a practice of leaving behind big tips whenever she goes out and about because she feels like it's something that kind of has helped her really focus what her work efforts are important for her. And I just love that. I think that's such a beautiful way of approaching it. Is and I love that you said to be able to like tell their manager how mm-hmm. good they've done because that goes a long way. I mean, we've both been in in different industries and it can make the difference between a manager maybe not giving a server or an employee the credit they deserve and that one positive review from a patron of any type or a client can go a long way of making that manager then notice the worker and individual and it can it can pay off for years absolutely absolutely so yes speak with managers give those compliments just as much as if you had to issue and use your voice to advocate for yourself or maybe to leave a complaint you can also use that voice to make sure that you express how great of a job someone's doing And you'll be surprised how many times people will sit there and say, you know, no one ever says something nice. Everybody always complains, but it's very rare to get positive feedback. Um, This next one is something I'm working on because we both know we do a lot from our phones and phones are wonderful. They give us the ability to work from almost anywhere and to take care of other things while maybe we're less occupied. But the biggest act of kindness you can do for somebody, I personally feel in today's age, is put your phone down when you're in the company of other people. Whether you're at a restaurant or maybe just sitting next to them on the couch, whether it's your significant other, a friend, what have you, put your phone down. Because coach is issuing me a specific like challenge. No, (laughs) no, 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 no. 
but it, it's true. Like, how many times are you around somebody? And when they put the phone down to where it's face down, you can't see the dings, you can't see anything. And doesn't that make you feel like such a priority to them? Yes, absolutely. And it's something that I've consciously, I'm going to be the first one to say that I'm not always great at this and I'm working on getting better at it. Um, Oh, I'm not good at it. Just for the record. It's something I work really hard at, but I'm not good at it. Well, I think it's phenomenal. Ironically, I'm going to tell you to pick up that phone right here and now. And I literally mean right here and now, the the phone that you're listening to us. So if you're in a different room, maybe you're doing laundry as you listen to this particular Quick Bites. As long as you're not driving, (laughs) I want to clarify that here because then that violates Coach Shelby's right out of the gate where you have to be driving um, defensively so that she's not having to be worried about you cutting her off. As long as you're not driving, I want you to break out that phone, find five people on your contact list, preferably maybe somebody you haven't chatted with in a long time and send them a positive text message. Maybe it's a quote. Maybe it's just to say thank you for something that they did, I don't know, six months ago. Maybe it's something that just wish them to have a good day. Maybe it's that you're just thinking about them. I don't care what is in that text message. Don't make it an and or a but. Like, don't say, I'm thinking about you, but I need you to stop at the grocery store on the way home and pick up a gallon of milk. Don't, let's let's make it a positive text message that is just a standalone so that they can have a little extra pep in their step that someone's thinking about them in a good way. I just did that. You did? I literally, as you were saying it, I just did that. Check your phone. I'm not even joking. I literally texted you. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay, guys, you better do it right now because it is so amazing. I love you. She texted me, you're amazing, beautiful, and strong. Oh, Coach Shelby, I feel the same way. Oh, seriously, I had to. Like I was paying attention, but I had to put. I had to pick up my phone and not be present. Totally works. So please, 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 really take us seriously. I'm gonna be honest. Some of these may be difficult to do, but this one takes. It costs zero dollars. Like it takes just two seconds. So make that happen. And I think that's the whole point of these. Is it's about the time. It's not necessarily about the the money or a tangible something. It's just something that you can take your time to do. And I know I've said this before, but I'm going to say it again. Holding the door for somebody. I've realized how many people do not hold doors for each other. And I'm not talking from like the old school chivalry type of aspect. Like Mm -hmm. I've made it a point to where I'll sit there and hold the door open for like three or four people. And some say thank you, some don't, but it makes me feel like I'm putting good out into the world and kindness out into the world. Whether they see it or not, it fills up my tank and I guarantee at least one of those four people are probably feeling like, oh, that was nice. So I definitely hold the door open for people. I love that too. You know, that one's so interesting because I think that one really is like a location thing because here in Orlando, that doesn't happen as much. People don't really open doors. It seems to be people almost look at you a little weird when you do it. But over if you go to the coast where things are just a little slower, people really tend to do that more often. And you hear a lot more of like the salutations, which it's like the say hello, good morning, which brings me to the next one on the list that I love. And I remember, did I, and I maybe have said this on the air before. And if I have, feel free to tell me, Kristen, quit repeating yourself. 
When I first moved to Orlando, I remember going into work one day and being kind of boohooey and saying, I have to go to Starbucks every day for people to say good morning to me because when I'm out for a run, literally everybody puts their head down. Nobody says good morning. And where I first started running was on the coast and everybody said good morning. Everybody like waved or gave you that runner's nod or smiled. So right here and now, we're going to say that we want you to greet folks along the way. So whether it's because you're holding the door open and you say good morning to them or you say hello, you're out on a run or a walk or you're traipsing through the grocery store and you have your AirPods in, just give someone a smile, say hello. I don't know, talk about the apples being good or whatever the case may be. Something to kind of just have a little bit of a positive connotation for them. Are you at an orchard? Where are the apples coming from? I have to know. I need the backstory of these apples. Gosh, I wish I was in an orchard. I, you know, I've never seen an apple tree. <laughs> have I haven't you? either. Okay, no. see us Florida girls. And then when the first time I said that, I got all sorts of judgment cast upon me. I'm like, have you seen an orange tree? And they were like, no. And I'm like, we'll see. <laughs> it says we have different trees. But yeah. Um, I don't know if I've ever seen an orange tree as funny as it is. I've seen a kumquat tree or a grapefruit tree, but I don't think I've ever had an orange tree. We literally have a county in Florida called Citrus County. <laughs> yeah, I get that. <laughs> You've likely seen an orange tree living in Florida. I don't know. South Florida actually does have more tropical trees. So like flamboyant. I have a mango or, tree. Yes. See, or bananas. You've probably even seen banana trees. I have a banana tree. Oh, I love that. I basically yeah. have an entire orchard. It's just not of apples, apparently. Or, or oranges. Um <laughs> But yeah, maybe if you're strolling through your orchard or you're starting to already feel those fall vibes, even though we're not even in spring yet, um, go ahead and talk about how great those apples are, bananas, mangoes, whatever the case may be. But definitely opening up, smiling and saying hello or good morning or good afternoon always goes a long way. Well, speaking of produce, I'm going to go back to one that I like to do quite often and it feels great being on the receiving end of this. When you're standing in line and you see that the person behind you only has a couple of items, let them go first. Again, costs nothing. You're not buying their groceries, you're not buying their items, but you're giving them the time. And it doesn't mean that if you have two items, you have to let the person with one item go in front of you. But I usually have a cart full. So if I see somebody that has less than a cart full behind me, I'm gonna let them go first. Yeah. And it's so nice when that happens, especially for workers. You know that they're on their break and mm. that's valuable time that they're losing. Let them go first. It's okay. The extra couple of seconds is not going to make or break your day. It's probably not going to make or break theirs, but it's the thought behind that. I I think that's such a great one. I actually kind of almost feel like that. That one's so good. That should just be everyday practice. Like we should put that in the rule. All of life. they should. Yeah. And they- all of these should be an everyday practice. Just You're go to right. the grocery store randomly and return a cart that's not yours. <laughs> You're right. I absolutely do agree. Well, as we continue talking about things, this one I think is a sticky one because I think that when we talk about random acts of kindness, sometimes it may feel like it's easier to do for either the people that we're really close with or people that are complete strangers. But we're going to talk about those people that we spend a lot of our days with that maybe get under our skin a little bit and maybe even annoy us. Maybe we've complained about it to our significant other is those coworkers. And I'm thinking back to when I was in the corporate world where I loved my colleagues, I loved my coworkers, but occasionally there were a few 
you know who you are, that I would come home and I'd be like, oh my dear God almighty, this person is just driving me absolutely nuts. So, but instead of some tea, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Instead of really focusing in on that, how about approaching it from a place of gratitude and sending them just a quick email expressing their gratitude. And I'm going to have you kind of almost reframe it. So maybe this individual isn't meeting a deadline, but it's because you know that they're really focused on providing a really good quality product. How about you send them an email expressing how much you appreciate the fact that they have such attention to detail? Or you send an email to a coworker, colleague about how they were able to help you out for you taking time off, or that you really appreciated that they helped you on a project. Anything that actually will help you kind of just recognize their efforts because I think we get into like, well, it's part of their job or they're getting paid for it. And that's kind of the way it goes. But I think that there's still a lot to be said about going that extra step for the people we spend a lot of time with. And we spend like at least 40 hours of work a week. I mean, week, yeah, 40 hours per week at work. So you're spending a lot of time with your coworkers. Send them something nice. I love the disclaimer before she even started that. Like, this is my past life because, spoiler alert, we're each other's co-workers. Yeah, we are. We are. I wanted to make sure that we were very well aware of that because, yes, no, I have worked with perfectionists in the past. And I will tell you guys, I will say without a doubt, these perfectionists helped me be better. But holy cow, was it annoying when I was with it at that time. Um I feel like I should send a, a nice email right now to one of them because I think she's made me, she made me a much better writer that I probably annoyed her because she's like, really, again? <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, there's a that's little bit a of that. really good one, though. And I think it's also testing our own bounds of expressing kindness, even when somebody might not be our cup of tea, but still seeing the the value they bring not only to the workplace, but our specific working teams or areas. Um, another one I love Learn the names of the security officers, the people at the front desk, the assistants, all of the people who we often don't give credit to of how much they do do and what they bring to the infrastructure, whether it's at like your favorite salon or if it's at your workplace or anything. These are the people who answer the phones, keep the workplace clean, um, keep us safe if you're a security guard. All of those important things that often can go overlooked and then remember their name and greet them by name like oh hey Jamal hey Karen hey Cindy whoever you are and make them feel seen because oftentimes again they they kind of get faded into the background and rightfully so yeah, that's actually a big one. Talk about if you talk, if you read any books about building stronger relationships, learning people's names is like at the very top of the list of what you should like absolutely work hard at developing. And I'm going to be honest, that one is one of the hardest ones for me, not learning their names, but I just forget. But I can remember really small details about the individual. So regardless of whether or not it's something that comes easily to you, it's at the top of your mind, this is something to invest time and working on. Um, Definitely making sure that you let others know that you see them and that you appreciate them and that they are important to be there as part of your day. So I love that one. I think the next one for me is going to be something that I love, I've done something similar to it and it brought me so much joy. 
I actually felt a little, a little weird, but still brought me a lot of joy, was going to a department store and leaving little positive notes behind inside of either like dress pocket, jean pocket, short pockets, or on the actual mirrors. I, I did want to want, I wondered, I was like, am I, am I making the store people like come after and clean after me? Am I creating more work for them? I hope not. But that's, I do think though, that there's something to be said of coming across a little positive note that you're not expecting, especially when you're in the dressing room. And oh my gosh, especially with swimsuit season where women can get so, we can get so in our heads when we go to those dressing rooms. I don't know why we do what we do. I don't mean to laugh because I'm sitting here trying to muffle my laughter, but this is where we do differ. Like I would be like, oh my God, stalker serial killer vibes to where you're like, this is lovely. So I mean to each their own, but like if I, if I went into specifically and saw a message on a mirror, I would feel like I was in a horror movie. Yeah. I would be terrified. Like I would leave and feel like I'm being stalked. I'm not even joking. You cracked me up. Well, then I have definitely, you do not want to shop in any of my local stores because I've definitely done that here in my, in my, you don't even like shopping. No, I actually went into the store with the only intent and purpose was to leave behind positive notes inside of the dressing rooms. Seriously. That's lovely and creepy all at the same time. We're going to have to make a poll. Like, is this lovely or creepy? Because this is definitely 50-50 in my book. Okay. I I cannot wait to see the results on that one um, because maybe I have to stop this random acts of kindness. Um, Yeah. Lovely or creepy. I'm making notes. All right. What's next on your list, coach? Maybe making it less creepy. Oh, gosh, I don't even know how to pivot out of that one. Um, This is a really good one that might not be tangible for everybody. However, emailing or writing a former teacher who's made a difference in your life. And I've done this before um, with one of my middle school teachers. He's amazing. I'm friends with him on social media. And I actually am friends with the she wasn't my teacher. She uh, tutored me, but she taught me how to read. And I think about her all the time. Every night when I read my daughter a bedtime story, I always think of her. And I'm so overwhelmed with just joy because what people think is a mundane skill that you have to learn to learn how to read, I struggled with immensely as a child. And without her tutoring me, I wouldn't be reading my daughter a bedtime story. And it just, it touches my heart every time. And I've told her that I think about her on that. It's I think it's national think a teacher day. I think about her specifically all the time. Oh, that's wonderful. That's truly amazing. So I think especially um, anybody in those positions, right? Thinkless positions where teachers do make such a huge long-term difference, but aren't necessarily like raking in the dough. They're definitely not making like NBA money. They're doing it because they love it and they love Mm -hmm. making that difference. So hearing that it's paid off in generations, because clearly it's something you've been able to connect with your daughter about is absolutely incredible. So I think I'm going to build off of that and talk about giving the gift of time. And I was just literally talking about this with my girlfriend's where it's, we are all so busy nowadays. I mean, truly, I think humans, we're probably busier than we ever have been before and yet somehow still find ways to be on social media. So anyway, neither here nor there. But 
running an errand for a family member or a friend or a parent that, you know, it's in your neighborhood, asking them, maybe even just dropping by your neighbor if you see that they're out and that they were going to go do something and you're heading that same place and can you pick something up for them? But yes, just checking in with those people that you know have a little bit extra on their plate and finding out how you can give them the gift of time. I think of all of these probably gift of time we maybe oh see I can't pick a favorite from these but I think that one's so special that one's so special because how many times do you think to yourself coach I wish I could clone myself I mean is every single moment of the day too much yeah asking for a friend right so then having somebody (laughs) like say without you having to ask them hey you've got this to do can I just pick that up for you or whatever the case may be so anyway all of these ways are just some of some we're just scratching the surface you guys probably already have wonderful ways of being kind to those in your lives so let us know what they are we can't wait to hear from you drop into the brunch crew community page or follow us on instagram at time for brunch podcast let's know what kind of new ways you came up with that maybe we can incorporate into who knows the next annual random acts of kindness innovation week podcast episode i don't know (laughs) (laughs) to be determined it's a working title obviously it it is it is it's a new one we're innovating it (laughs) but literally no matter how you're moving how you're grooving or what you're doing today just remember that you have the ability to put a smile on your own face as well as somebody else's and no act is too small to make a difference absolutely so friends with that We want to ask you to please come back and join us for Time for Brunch Long Run Edition. It'll be exactly kind of what you've experienced in the past. We've got a very, very, very special one this Saturday. Or you can always come back for more of these midweek quick bites because regardless of when, where, or how you're serving it up, we're going to be giving those more miles with a side of smiles.